0: So I've given you guys a lesson on uh, the fundamentals of a strong marriage and also the intimacy in the marriage. And this is dealing with, you know, individuals that are already married. How do you deal with these things in the marriage? Uh, And and, uh, there's at least one or two more that I want to present to you all that's dealing within the marriage. No, one is, is kids. You know, once you're married, you have kids, so I want to present that. But since he gave that message last week, I thought it fitting to piggyback off of that and continue with that with the courtship to marriage. The courtship to marriage. First Corinthians 7, verses 1, starting at verse 1. Now concerning the things whereof you wrote unto me, it is good for a man not to touch a woman. Nevertheless, to avoid fornications, let every man have his own wife and let every woman have her own husband. Down to verse 8. I say, therefore, to the unmarried and the widows. Now, initially, I, I was thinking, you know, this message would mainly be for our young folks. But the scriptures say for the unmarried and the widows. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this will be a message for all that are single, from our teenagers on up. Because the scriptures say, I say, therefore, to the unmarried and the widows, it is good for them if they abide as I. And this is Paul's. saying, it's good to abstain if you can. But if you can't, but if they cannot contain, let them marry. And it is better to marry than to burn. And we've, we've gone over this passage in, in before. You know, it, it's better, if you can't contain yourself, you don't want to burn. Fornication is fornication. Amen. That is a sin. Amen? Amen. But, you know, in today's time, dating it is all messed up. You know, the, the, the connotation of dating it isn't what it used to be. You know, dating now is, is you know, experiencing all the, the pleasures of, of marriage without the responsibilities. And, and that ain't what it should be. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why uh, this lesson is on courting. There's a difference. Okay. There's a difference between dating and courting. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're dating someone, it, it's, it's random. You know, you, I, I, let's go on a blind date. You, you don't know nothing about the person, it's random. Mm-hmm. But with courting, you, you know a little bit something about them, it's deliberate. Right. You know what you looking for, if they don't match up, then hey, you know, what, what's the need of going forward? Mm-hmm. So courting is deliberate. Now dating, the, the, the goal is, is romance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on. That's why I'm against dating in high school. You, you really ain't got no business having no boyfriend or girlfriend in high school. But we'll get into that. Dating is about romance. Paul said it's better not to even, don't, don't touch. Now with dating, you, 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 you know, let, let me hold your hand and all this stuff, and it leads to more than what it should. But courting, the goal is marriage. That's what your end goal is. You know, ain't no need of going forward if I don't think you are marriage material. So courting. Dating is unprotected. Any, anything goes. And let, let me tell you all my deep secrets. let me tell you what I like. You don't, you know Everything goes. It's unprotected. But courting is protected. You know, I, I'll open up to you when, when the time is right. Amen? Practice for divorce is dating. And we'll get into this unequally yoked. That's a recipe for divorce. Amen. Amen? But courting is training for marriage. Dating. You look at things with, with rose glasses. The rose colored glasses, everything. You know, you, uh, he, he's just so sweet. He's the best thing since sliced bread. She is this all that. And, you know, you, you talk about, you know, hours on the phone. And, you know, we just talk about everything. And, you know, it's, you know, it's it's just so perfect. But with courting, you look at things with a magnifying glass. You, you, you looking for problems. <laughs> you, you looking like, hey, you know what? You, you don't check this off. I, why, why, why are you talking to your parents that way? Yeah. I, why, why, how, how do you deal with, with with your finance? All this with courting. So we're, we're going to get into that. So what's the difference? So we ain't talking about dating. Young and old folks. We call you old folks. I'm old, too, so I'm... <laughs> are seasoned, okay? So there's a difference. Now, 2 Corinthians 6, uh, beginning at verse 14. Do not be yoked together with the unbeliever. For what does righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can can light have with darkness? What harmony is there between Christ and Bilal? Or what does the believer have in common with the unbeliever? Now we we've looked at this several times, we've gone over this several times, but let let me let me put a little application to it. You know, uh, Nehemiah, Nehemiah you know, was a a cupbearer to the king, uh, and, and you know. He was an Israelite. You know, Israelites, they had, uh, this was at the point where they had been exiled. So they had been scattered. And Nehemiah was working with, uh, with the king. And, and, you know, he had a good, decent relationship with the king. And the king uh, came to him one day. He, he, uh, Nehemiah was uh, looking a little down. And what was going on with Nehemiah is that he heard word that his homeland, Jerusalem, Judea, and the area was, was destroyed and, you know, it was in ruin. And, and this bothered him. And, and Nehemiah went to, to God and prayed, please forgive my people of our sins. And, and not only that, but Lord, if, if, if possible, let me, uh, let me go and, and help rebuild Jerusalem. And, and a time passed, and, and, and this is when the, the king uh, saw that he was down, and he, he told this to the king, and the king said, you know what? I'll give you a little time to go. And, and no, not only that, but I'll write you some letters, you know, so you'll be safe on your way as well. And then they, you know, when Nehemiah got there, he, he uh, gathered uh, those that were around that were from uh, the Israelites, and, 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 and they got together and they rebuilt the, the wall of Jerusalem. And this is where we are when we get to uh, Nehemiah chapter 13, is that they are dedicating the wall of Jerusalem back to the Lord. So that's that's the setting where we are. So we get to that point where Nehemiah, uh, and they rebuilt this uh, wall of Jerusalem and they are dedicating that to uh, the Lord. And then in verse one of Nehemiah 13, it says, on that day, the book of Moses was read aloud in the hearing of the people. And there it was found, written, that no Ammonite or uh, Moabite, uh, Shall ever be admitted into the assembly of God because they had not met the Israelites with food and water, but had uh, hired Balaam to call a curse down on them. Our God, however, turned the curse into a blessing. When the people heard this law, they excluded from Israel all who were of foreign descent. And then you get down to verse 6. So skipping down to verse 6, and like I said, this is, they're dedicating the wall of Jerusalem uh, back to, to the Lord. But while all this was going on, Nehemiah was not in Jerusalem. For in the 32nd year of Artaxerxes, king of Babylon, I had returned to the king. Sometime later, I asked him his permission and came back to Jerusalem. So now Nehemiah is back in Jerusalem at the wall, at the dedication of the wall. And then skipping down to verse 23. So I just want to give the setting where we are. Verse 23, moreover, in those days, I saw men of Judea who had married women from Assad and Amnon and Moab, half of their children spoke the language of Ashad and, or uh, the language of one of the other people and did not know how to speak the language of Judea. Hmm. When you're unequally yoked, when you're unequally yoked, when, when, when a Christian is yoked with a unbeliever Your morals are not the same. Your 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 beliefs are not the same as an unbeliever. See, with the unbeliever, you know they they're not about teaching your children uh, the scripture. You know, with the unbeliever, you're going to have an issue when you're wanting to come and worship God on Sunday, and and they don't. So this is what Nehemiah's issue was. was you know what, man? They they're speaking all these languages they don't know, they, half of them don't even speak uh, Hebrew. So how are they going to know the scripture? How, this, this is against what God, and then if you go read on further in that passage, what he does to these men, you know, to remedy that issue. Uh, but, being unequally yoked will cause you issues. Amen. Now, God has called us to, and Brother May mentions it all the time, you know, you're going to have a lot of issues when you go outside the church. Amen. Now, we, we, we hear all the time, that, well, maybe I can change her, maybe I can change her. But more times than not, that it goes the opposite way. Amen. Now, no one ever, you really don't ever consider the offspring of of. of an unbelieving relationship. Mm-hmm. And, 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 but Nehemiah, thankfully, he, he understood that. Now, let, let's just look at a, a few stats on, on what's going on here. And this is from the CDC. So these are uh, stats of uh, percent of babies born to unmarried mothers by state. Georgia, 45.6% of children born or to a single mother. That's almost half. That's almost half that are living with just mama. Well, born to unmarried uh, woman. But let's look at some other stuff, let's dig a little bit deeper. About one in five children are living with a solo mom. One in five, so you get five women with kids you pull one of them out of the line, that one is a single mom. Mm-hmm. One in five. And, and, and this is from the uh, Pew Research Center. And this is from 2017. I did not get the graph from 2019. But, of course, the, the stats have, have changed, and for the worse. <laughs> so you're looking at uh, children in a married setting. is only 65%. Being yoked with an unbeliever. You know, you don't have these issues or you should not have these issues with two Christians. Because two Christians should know that it's better to marry than to burn. Now, these stats are, are pretty alarming. But let's bring it even closer. Nearly half of black children live with a solo mom. If you look at the stats, let's see if this, uh, yeah, there's a little, look at that. 36% of black children, 36% live in a married household. Is that alarming? That, and 47% live with just mom alone. Young ladies, a guy will sweet talk you, y'all can talk all night long. Y'all are just in love, he loves me, I love him. But I guarantee you, the moment you say I'm pregnant, (laughs) things change. You don't believe me, look look at the stats. Why, why would you have 47%? And this, th- these are stats that have, uh, they, this is fact. Mm-hmm. This is fact. And this is not just one location. This is, this is the U.S. 47% live with just the, the mom. And, and even that 36%, only 36% of us, our kids are living in a you know, father and mother home. Mm-hmm. They will tell you that I love you, mm-hmm. you're the one for me. Mm-hmm. And we see it even in our congregation. Mm-hmm. We've seen it time and time again, come on, come on. year after year, mm-hmm. where our young ladies are pregnant, they have a child, and don't get married. One, mm-hmm. that's not the way it goes. You should get married and then have children. Right. But we have it backwards. And it's all because of a feeling. He loves me, I love him, and you are equally yoked. Y'all are different. Amen. You are called out. You all are special. Amen. You're more than that. Amen. You all are more you all are special. And you got to quit lowering your standards. Now, and this ain't, hadn't just started. You know, When, when uh, Esau, this is uh, Genesis 26, when Esau uh, was 40 years old, he married uh, Judah, daughter of uh, Beer and the Hittite, and also um, Basma, daughter of uh, Elam of Hittite. They were a source of grief to Isaac and Rebekah. So he went outside. He, he went Decided to marry outside, and they were a grief. And then you go on to Genesis uh, 26 when when uh, Isaac was blessing Jacob, and and, you know we know what happened there, and you know such grief because he decided to go outside, and we see that with Samson as well. Story after story. I mean, what? Not only that, but we see it here, time after time time after time. You know, <laughs> I, I appreciate, you know, the, the message that Brother May brought last week, but we need to get back to the way things were in the old days Amen. when family was involved. And it's for a reason. Amen. You know, when, when you bring someone around, when, when they meet the parent, especially you young ladies, when, when, Mama meets him, you know, mama is going to say, well, oh, he, he is so cute. He says, yes, ma'am, and he's so polite and he smells good. Hmm. But daddy knows his true intent. Amen. Amen. Amen? Amen. Daddy knows the true intent. Amen. Daddy don't care how nice he is, Amen. how he smells. Daddy is the protector of the home of the home, okay not that he didn't want you know that to occur you know Brother may mentioned that you know last week of several uh you know men that had daughters in in the Bible and you know when the time came he would give his daughter and we see that in our you know marriage ceremonies you know when the the father gives his daughter away. And that's, that's for a reason. He's, you know, it's for a reason. Now, daddy's responsibility is to take care of his kids, take care of his daughter, provide you with whatever you need. You know what? I'm not even gonna go down that route. <laughs> but daddy is there to protect. And young ladies, y'all need to take heed to that. It's not that someone wants to stifle you or, or to hold you back. Parents want the best for you. That's right. Amen. Out of any anyone, who has the most investment in you? Amen. If you think about it, when you were born, when you cried, who gave you something to eat, some milk to drink? When, when you soiled your pamper, who was there? To wipe you behind and give you clean pampers. When you were sick, when you were coughing, had a fever, who was there to care for you? Who who was there to take you to the doctor? Who was there, you know, when you decide, well, you know, I wanna do tap dancing or I wanna play baseball or football? Who who was there egging you on to do your best? When 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 you wanted to be a singer and and Lord knows you you couldn't hold a note, but mom and daddy said, oh, sing, baby. (laughs) But when you get a certain age, and and we've all been there. So I understand. So that's why I I, I really want, I I hope that our young folks will listen. We, We know what you're going through. Adolescence is called adolescence for a reason. We know that... You come into all these hormones and, you know, our young boys, just hormones are raging and and our young ladies, it's just emotional. I want somebody to love. And these young boys are willing to say whatever it takes and take as long as it take and mess you up. But there's a time for that. You know, so there, there is a time for that to occur. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, in high school, that when you're going through, you're not ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I guarantee you, if, when you say that you're pregnant, he's, he's going to go his route because he's not ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's going to say, you, you, you're, you're holding him back. I, I need to go, I mean, I, you know. it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. Look around. It, it does not work that way. Mm-hmm. Don't be fooled by a feeling. Mm-hmm. Don't buck, you know, it, it, it's so strong that it, it, you'll buck up against mama and daddy mm-hmm. and say, I, I just can't stand you, I'm willing to run away. But the, the problem is, young ladies, the, the, the boy doesn't even have a place to stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The boy can't wash his clothes. He ain't got no insurance. So when you get sick, how are you going to go to the doctor? When you want some food to eat, who refrigerator are you going to go in and get something out of? If he's still staying at home, where, where are you going to go? And, and see that since you're not mature enough, And I know you think that you know more than you do. I mean, that's, we've all been there. But I guarantee you, our high schoolers, our college kids can tell you that you're not there. And our college kids, those that have graduated, will tell you you ain't there. Now look at, you know, Jamal that's just out of college. He can tell Ari and those that are still going off to college, hey, be careful. And then our college kids can look back at our high schools and say, "Man, that that's a mess in high school." <laughs> <laughs> you better watch yourself. Yeah. So it, it's for a reason. Yeah. It, it is for a reason. So you know, let, let me get into the courtship. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to get through it real quick. But courtship, when you're courting, when you when you're ready. See, that's that's the thing. So it, th- this is pertaining not only to our high schoolers, but even our widows, okay. So when you when you or you know, when you feel that hey, I'm, I'm lonely, I, I need to be on the prowl. You can't just be on the prowl looking to date. You know, they got all kind of dating apps and websites and all this out there. You you ain't Christian ladies. Y- y'all ain't looking to date, okay. <laughs> As a Christian, you know, court, yeah, but let's, let's get into that. Only consider courtship at a time in your life when you are ready to consider marriage. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You only consider this when you're ready. Now, if you have, if, if, if you, in high school, you're not ready, you ain't got no job, you ain't got no career, you ain't got nothing, you want, your aspiration is probably to go off to college. You ain't there yet. You in college. You ain't there yet. You ain't graduated. (laughs) You ain't there yet. If you've graduated, but if you got aspirations to go beyond that, you know, doctorate degree, law degree, all these things. If you got some more to go, you ain't you ain't ready yet. If you're trying to get to a certain place in your life. You know, uh, and this what guys and girls, uh, male and female. If you, if you ain't where you need to be yet, if, 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 you, if you ain't got no home to bring the, the lady to, you, you ain't ready yet. Now, you know, my wife and I, uh, you know, we, uh, we, we dated, we courted. <laughs> we courted for a year in, in college, my senior year in college. And, you know, I... Um, I mean, every Sunday, I, just, I loved, loved her family. I mean, every Sunday, you know, I was at church with them and, and dinner with them every Sunday. And, uh, you know, so we courted for that year, and I graduated. You know, went off to uh, North Charlotte, North Carolina, started my IT career, software, you know, programming and all of that. And then I asked Georgia to marry me. She had one more year to go. You know, I was getting myself together, my own apartment, got my career started. You know, she she graduated. I had an apartment for her to come to, my own apartment for her to come to. I had my own job, my own car. I was paying my own bills. (laughs) And she was ready. She just graduated, getting into nursing, had her degree. We were ready. July 3rd. July, third, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March. March 10th, Ari was born. So the day we consummated our, our marriage, Ari was conceived. We did it the right way. Right. Amen? <laughs> we, was ready. we was ready. So only consider courtship at a time in your life when you are ready to consider marriage. Have a list. Of criteria that you pretend that your potential husband or wife must meet. Christian young ladies, uh, all y'all singles, Jamal, all of you, Jamal, Jamal, all of you. The first top of that list. Hey, is she a Christian? That—that's what you are first and foremost if not then you you're gonna have some product that, mm. man so you you should have your list Jamal <laughs> have your list of, of things that you're looking for and do not compromise Amen. don't don't settle don't say well you know well maybe I can change her maybe you know I you know if, if and that's the thing with me and my wife. I mean, we, we equally yoked. I mean, I, man, I, I wouldn't want to live life without her. And, and, you know, we're on the same page. Christianity, hey, that's, that's the top. You know, and, and high on our list is education. You know, we both have our masters and education, and that's what we instill in our, our daughters because that's, for us, that's important. You know, so if that's important for you, if that's on your list, Put it on there and don't compromise. You know, so don't get down the road if that wasn't on your list and, and you're in the corporate world and, and, and he's a you know, sanitation engineer, a garbage man. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. No. But if that was on your list, don't, don't get down the road and say, well, you, know, well, you need to do better. Right. If that wasn't, <laughs> that ain't what you married. If education wasn't how you live I mean if if he's a hard working man, that's that's one thing. But don't get mad and vice versa, guys. I mean to say if you were the sanitation engineer and she was in the corporate world now she's got uh you know, conferences and all these things to go to and she's working up the corporate ladder and all of that, don't don't get mad. Where you going. I mean that's that's You you, you should have known that during the courtship. You should have known that during the courtship. All right, don't compromise. Do not compromise, because those things are gonna be magnified in the marriage. Guarantee you. Only serious candidates for marriage should be considered. If if they don't cut the mustard up front, then don't waste your time. Do not, I tell my daughters all the time, you, you don't owe everybody a conversation. Just because, you know, somebody hanging out on the streets and, hey, girl, what's, what's up? Oh, don't buckle under that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> y'all are special. Mm-hmm. Women, y'all are so special. Guy, y'all just don't know the power that you have. Y'all are the reasons that, that guys wear their pants hanging off the behind and the hair all curled up looking thuggish because they think y'all like that. If they were really pursuing you, and they thought that hey, you like a guy with a bow tie and straight cut, they would do that. I guarantee you, y'all got a lot of power. You just don't understand. Uh, it's best to prevent uh, numerous emotional attachments to avoid unnecessary heartbreaks and regret. And that's the difference between dating. You, you, you ain't just hopping from one relationship to the next and, and being heartbroken and scarred going to the next. That you avoid all of that. That's why it's so important to be equally yoked from the beginning. You look at all that beforehand and you're not going into a marriage all scarred up and then down the road, you you know, it's causing problems. Amen? The goal is commitment driven by rational thinking, studying and praying. You know, if if, 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 if you or you should be as a Christian and, and, and the other person doesn't even want to come to church with you or don't even want to have a Bible conversation with you, that do not add up. Doesn't want to can't pray. It, don't, it ain't nothing like have, being married to somebody that can't even pray for you. You, you sick and all this, and they, they can't even pray for you. Yeah. But you put yourself in that. You knew all that beforehand. After today, definitely here at Locust Grove, you know that. We've been impounding that in you. And that's what I tell you, know, we enjoy being able to teach the uh, the high school class, and you know, they you know, one of their things, man, y'all always drilling the same stuff in, and straight, y'all keep saying that. And it's to give you a moral compass. It's so when you're faced out there, when you're out in, in college on your own, Something in the back of your mind say that that ain't right. Amen. So I'm hoping going forward when, when you're looking at somebody trying to date you know that that ain't right. Uh, esteem purity, guard the uh, sacredness of sex. Amen. that don't that's in marriage. Amen. Guard that. Stay pure. Amen. that's special. you are I can't say that enough, you are special. Amen. Base your courtship. In in the family, as much as possible, spend time with each other's family. This is so important, for if you do end up married, you you want them to get along. Mm -hmm. You want to go to Thanksgiving dinner, Christmas with the, ain't nothing like sitting up there and, you know, mama can't stand you. Mm. Y'all know some of those. (laughs) I'm hoping none of y'all are, <laughs> you know, daddy can't stand him. Mm-hmm. You know, family aunties can't stand, you know, that, you don't want that. Humble, humbly embrace the counsel of parents and trusted Christian mentors mm-hmm. to help navigate the choice of, uh, of marriage or, or not to get married. Mm-hmm. Guard your hearts and do not dive emotionally and to courtship head first. Mm-hmm. Give yourselves time to learn about each other. Do not open up all your intimate secrets. Oh, I, I like to, just just woof, mm-mm. One day i mm-mm. It, you don't dive into all your little intimate secrets. You say that for marriage. Don't, don't, don't tell every desire that you have, you know, longings. that You, you hold that. It, you just met, oh, we've been dating for two weeks, and, and oh, I, he, we just perfect. <laughs> we've been dating for three months. We practically married. No, you're not. No, you're Man. not. <laughs> Aim to be content while single and enjoy uh, that time in life through deep fellowship with the Lord and personal growth. Get time to get yourself together. Enjoy life. I guarantee you when, when, when you, when you do things right, you're married and you decide to have children, things change. Mm-hmm. They change. Mm-hmm. You know, those uh, trips that you plan on going on and right. going to eat at all the fancy restaurants and all that. When you got two or three more miles to right. tag along, then, right. you, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, you only went from, you know, raised and, and now you're going to McDonald's. And then you're asking why? Why you, you need the Happy Meal? What you what you doing? What you talking about a Big Mac? Focus on pleasing God. Uh, you don't base your uh, obedience to God on uh, God's word on feelings. Well, God understands that you know, we're in this relationship, and I know God must have sent Him to me. And mm-mm. God don't told you what to do. Don't be unequally yoked. That's her. And here you go. Well, you know, may, maybe God put him in my life, put her in my life, and... Hmm, I know that's right. And, and you wonder, well, how... It, it's hard to do all that. I got all these emotions, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm at a certain age, and, you know, I, I just want to... How, how, how do you... How do you stay on the right path? Well, every aspect of our life, every aspect, God tells us what to do. The word guides us. It does. It's just a matter of do you want to adhere to it or or not? Colossians 3, verse 1. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your heart on things above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above. Do not that's my watch talk, Siri talking. Oh. <laughs> Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden in Christ, in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear in him in glory, with him in glory. Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to. Uh, To your earthly nature, sexual immorality, and morality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is adultery. That's how you get through it. You got to set your mind on things above. You got to get closer to God. And and that's the only way you're going to make it through. If not, you're going to be consumed because everything you turn on TV, everything you hear on the radio is all about, you know, getting clothes, you know, bumping and grinding and everything you see, everything. Everything is on the Internet. You're going to be overwhelmed. So it's not even this is all ages. It's not. This is how you abstain from all of that. You have to. And what was read earlier, and we went over last week, uh, Romans 12 and 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto you and to me, uh, to every man that is among you, not to think, on, think of himself more highly than he ought to uh, to think, but to think soberly according to as God hath built uh, with every man a measure of faith." You're not in it alone. You're not in this alone. You're not the only one with hormones raging. You're not the only one that wants somebody to hug and to talk to and to, you know, to share life with. You're not the only one. You're not the only widow in the congregation. You're not the only teenager in the congregation. You're not the only one that's going through college. You're not the only one experiencing these things. You're not in it alone. Mm-hmm. So don't think that, oh, you know what? I got this. I don't need to talk to nobody. But I'm, uh, don't think more highly of yourself than you ought to because mm-hmm. you're setting yourself up for failure. Amen? Amen. Amen. Now, I'm going to put the, you know, for those that are not here and, and that are, will listen to, this message on our website, you know, locustgrovechurchofchrist.com, and don't have the slides. Uh, you know, you need. To, I'm hoping that y'all will download the, the slides because this picture, <laughs> uh, you know, when you know that everything will end in disaster, but you get into a relationship anyway, <laughs> and it's a picture of two dummies. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know the, the preacher on told you that you know y'all shouldn't get married mom and daddy on said no he, he ain't the right one y- your friends on said girl I don't know about him or, or he calls you outside your name or hit you and girl I ain't gonna do that no more it, it, you know it ain't right but you continue on anyway I ain't calling I'm just putting the picture up there I'm just saying <laughs> but he to wise counsel. No one wants, no, nobody wants you to not have anything that you want in life. God wants you to have what you want in life, I guarantee you. Abide in his word and he'll give you the desires of your heart. Don't force things. It, it, it's not about an age or, you know. I, I need to get married before I'm such and such. Don't it, when when the time is right, God will bless you. Oh, I'm 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 I ain't gonna be fertile in in a couple more years. No, yeah. let let God work that out for you. <laughs> Fifty six years old, I think that, I'm you know you can have babies then, I think <laughs> so. So, but if if you you know if you have goals in life and uh for one it is is remaining faithful to to Christ is the number one thing Amen. don't go out there looking you know that's the thing too that that always leads to failure when you're out there searching and hunting and looking and let God bless you Amen. and it'll all work out I guarantee you it'll all work out so uh, you know, that's that's really my message today, and I, I think I'm I think I'm okay on time I oh, went over what I wanted to uh, But I, I hope and pray that This sets in and this is not just for our young folks, but young folks. I hope that you listen I hope that something uh, was said that to help you because I, I know that you all are struggling mean, this You all are, it hits you right in the face 13 14 15 16 and you think you're grown and you got all these emotions, and he's paying you some attention, and he, you know, he's wearing all these nice clothes and all of this, and you know, she's so fine. You ain't you're not ready. If think about it, just pump your brakes, pump your brakes and look at it. That's all I'm asking. Pump your brakes and say, does does mom and dad really hate me and don't want me to succeed? Or is it oh, Mom and Dad, I, I know they got my best interest, I know they want me to get out the house, but in a good way. I, man, I, I tell you, I, I'm not a emotional guy, but I guarantee you, man, the, the, the night I spend the night at Ari or Hannah's house, man, I, I think I'm gonna cry that night, Kyrie. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna get emotional, I'm going hey. I'm not be sitting up on the couch just <laughs> 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 tears of joy. I, I mean, because I, I want that so much. I want them to, to succeed. You just, mm-hmm. man, what parent doesn't want their kid to succeed, to have the best? And, and I'll get into that probably with the next uh, lesson on marriage and, and the kids. Man, what, what, if you want the best for your kids, what, what better is it for them to go to heaven? I mean, that, that should be the ultimate, hey, I, and, and I guarantee every parent in here wants that of their child. Right. So, and we read the scripture, you know, that's, we don't want you to fornicate because we know that that's going to lead to a hardship in this life, mm-hmm. but even harder in the life to come. Mm-hmm. But that's my message. Uh, but as always, uh, I'd like to give the invitation, if you're here, um, you know, and, and you're not a Christian, if you. Uh, or not a member of the Church of Christ. There's only one church. Christ only built one church. In Matthew 16, 18, he, he built that, that, his church upon the rock. And that rock is the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, if you say, well, you know, I, I, I've been baptized. Why? If you don't know why, or if you were baptized in some denomination or some other a church outside of Christ's church, then that that is invalid. Mm -hmm. And I I would hope that you all, man, we're going through an excellent study on Wednesday night on the history of the church. Mm -hmm. So I I would hope, even our members, y'all need to be here. This is important. Wednesday night, seven o'clock. You need to be here. Learn the history of, of the church. You know, So that you must hear. Believe, repent, confess, and be baptized mm-hmm. and live faithful uh, until death. Mm-hmm. That is the plan of salvation. Mm-hmm. And, and if, if, if you have questions, let us know. We will give you a biblical answer. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're really concerned about your soul, if you say, well, yeah, I'm a Christian, but I don't, I'm not a member of the uh, Church of Christ, let us have a discussion, and if you're sincere about it, and if you read the scripture and can't deny the scripture, then that's a fertile heart. So I hope and pray that any that are here today, if, if, if you like to give your life over to Christ, do that today. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't walk out of here and say, well, you know, maybe next time. Today is the day. Today is the day. Tomorrow's not promised. If you're wondering, well, what's wrong with where I am? Well, if where you are, and you did get baptized, was it, was it on the second Sunday? Was it on the fourth Sunday? Show that to me in the Bible. Amen. The day you hear his heart, heart not your his voice, heart not your heart. When the eunuch saw water, they, they went down that day. Right. It, it didn't say on a Sunday, it didn't say on a Monday. If you give your life over to Christ on a Monday at uh, 10 a.m., then we're here to baptize at 10 a.m. Because it's essential. You can't be saved without being baptized. You can't do it. So I hope and pray that, that you would do that today. And also, if, if, if you're here uh, and you have sinned, repented of that sin, or just need prayer, uh, let that be known at this time. Uh, Hadori, what, what's our song? One Eleven. 11 11 so... If you'd like to make your petitions known, let's do that at this time.